Wait, wow, I messed that up so bad. It's on, by the way. <laughs> Holy cow, I had a brain lapse, ladies and gentlemen. I just let it happen. Oh, my gosh. I swear to God, if you get beer in my bed, though, I'm, I'm be mad. No, I'm not going to. Wow, it's on. Welcome to it. I think that was the most lackadaisical, just unknowing. I don't even know how to describe that. I don't know how to describe you in a lot of things. That was not, what was the word that you used last week? That's This word does not fit into this. Well, what was the word you used? Canonically. Yeah, that was not canonically correct. That <laughs> word was not used in the sentence correctly. I know. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Covert Show. We we are back with episode now 42. And if you guys... Jackie Robinson's number. Yeah, Jackie, the Jackie Robinson Show. Good. Nice. 42 in honor of the World Series, but number 42. Isn't that also the answer to the universe? No, that's 43. It's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Are you answer. sure it's 43? Yes, I'm okay. sure. No. No, that is 42. I think that's also 42. I'm thinking of the episode of the Big Bang Theory where they're trying to figure out what the number 43 means on Sheldon's chalkboard. Yes, that's 42. Jackie Robinson in and the, the answer, answer to the, the universe, universe is 42. Yes, so the universe and everything. So, welcome to episode number 42 of The Covert Show. Nick Hendricks here, joined once again by my lady, yep. Audrey Chambers. Hello. Had to have a big yawn. She's back. She decided she wanted to come back for week two. And this was on her own personal vote, folks. This was on her vote. And this episode came out like a couple days ago from when we were recording this. But she even asked, she goes, do I get to do another podcast <laughs> this week? And so, she's on it. She's on. Mm-hmm. We talked to JC. JC is going to be helping out a lot next week and the week after that because your boy Nick has to deal with a lot more hunting stuff as the season kind of progresses. For all of those hunters out there, it's November. It's going to be the rut. A little <laughs> light ASMR. As I always do, the fair warning of that, and Audrey is yawning like crazy. We are approaching her bedtime, and she's got to be up early in the morning. We both got to be up early. I got to go sit in a blind. She's got to go coach her her teams in the morning. Which team are you coaching tomorrow? Indianola. Coaching Indianola, yes. But you know what? We're back here. We're doing another show. We enjoyed it. And we're going to start start off with the fact that Audrey de- delivered this horrible piece of news to me <laughs> earlier this evening. Um, if anybody out there is fans of The Witcher... And uh, loves loves the show The Witcher, and loves Geralt of Rivier. Well, folks, we we are no longer no longer getting the same same Geralt. Henry Cavill is le- er, Cavill is leaving us. What is? I'm just getting new information. The Last of Us oh, is getting an HBO my Max gosh, show. You're kidding me. Folks, this is new information. Like, literally, real as this time. is happening, this is real time. This is 37 <laughs> minutes ago. Holy shit. And it's from Naughty Dog. <gasps> oh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, this is from the actual Naughty Dog Twitter to the developers of the game. The Last of Us is getting its own personal series. And if you have played The Last of Us or are fans of anybody watching Twitch, oh, man, that should be good. Let, January okay. 15th. January 15th. Is HBO that a, Max. Hopefully, that's... a. 2023, I would think, right? If they're promoting it now, I would assume. I would assume. Well, Comes out on a Sunday. Yeah, sweet. So everybody, The Last of Us is getting getting a TV show. And video games becoming a TV show have been one of those things c- talked about where it's just like, 
that's a whole different world that you have to get into because there's now a new Super Mario movie coming out, and I believe I think it's who is playing. I don't know. I'm gonna have to Google this. Star Lord. Uh, yeah, Chris Pratt is playing Mario. And I heard Jack Black's in it, and I love Jack Black. So. Yeah, but at the same time, really, you're gonna do Chris Pratt? Well, like uh, you're gonna yeah, do? You can't. You can't do Mario with not an Italian plumber. I love Chris Pratt to death. I I truly do, folks. But Chris Pratt is not a. Chris Pratt's not Mario. No. He's funny, and he's a good character, like um, Parks and Rec. I loved him in Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's a great actor. It's just an oh, interesting yeah. choice for the role. Yeah. you you got to do something with the Mario sound effects, with the voice. But So, Chris Pratt's doing Mario. The Last of Us is coming out in January. And then um, Henry Cavill, or Cavill is leaving us, and Liam Hemsworth is taking over for, for Geralt in The Witcher Season 4. Now, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this, and I stress them a lot with Audrey, and I stress a lot of my, you know, more so despising feelings of this, because, yes, Liam Hensworth is okay as an actor. He's not bad. Would you would you agree or disagree? I like him. You just like the Australian <laughs> accent and the abs, right? And his eyes. Um, yeah, I'm going to put her on the spot, and she's not gonna, she's going to sit on it. But... I think he's a gorgeous man. <laughs> I'm going to move up from the picture of that <laughs> as she stares at that. But So, he's a good-looking fella, but to me, he's no Geralt. Cavill has done a great job with the role, and she has not watched the series I have. The last time that we watched, or that she... Got ex- close to watching it? Got close to watching it. She had already fallen asleep in bed. And you're not a person, and we talked about this on the last show, that deals with a lot of, like, violence or, like, yelling or anything in that because your dreams get really weird. Oh, yeah. Well, so in The Witcher, I think it was season... It was I feel season like we one. we talked about this last week. We did, and I'm reminding. In season <laughs> one, it was the banshee creature screaming at the top of her lungs at the TV, and I had, like, just fallen asleep for, like, a second and had not realized what was going to happen, and I should have expected it because I was watching it, and I was just like, I'm going to take a second, and I'm out. Well, the creature screams, and she freaks out, and I was just like, oh, no, that's not good. So I turned it off, and we were talking about it in the car, and she goes, you unwilling me, or, like, unwillingly had me watch it, and I was (laughs) like, there was, like, no, I I didn't know what to do, because I wanted to watch the show and catch up on it, because the buddies at work were watching it. And I basically told you something that probably does not have (laughs) jurisdiction to ever be said. (laughs) But it, it did work in this context. <laughs> uh, folks, don't cancel the Covert show. Don't cancel Nick Hendricks. If you have to, All you says, must. This excuse this is, would not hold up in court. No, this would not. She goes, you forced me to watch it against my will. I said, hun, you were asleep. I didn't force you to do anything. But the fact that I just said you were asleep and I did what I wanted was, you know what? That's neither here nor there. Folks, do not cancel us. I understand that it is 2022, almost 2023. Let's move on to the new year, shall we, and try to take a, a dying... Uh, let's let's not beat a dead horse, if you will. I mean, come on. It was not supposed to be that context, but you know what? It is what take, it yeah, is. Take it for what you will. But speaking of that, well, one, speaking of TV series getting new stuff and cast members leaving, we were just at dinner, and... We, or Audrey decided to flip her phone around and show me a picture of Euphoria's, the HBO series Euphoria, and the tweet said, 
HBO Max and producers have canceled season three of Euphoria, which so far is not true. It is not. It was a joke on Twitter. It was a joke because it was I literally. a mean joke. Yeah, because I literally looked at her and I said, there's no freaking way. But Barbie did leave. Yes, the woman who plays Cat, right? Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair. They I did a great job with her in season one, but the whole point of like we barely saw her in season two was due to she had a lot of disputes with um, the directors. The director. Producers, yeah. And it was over her storyline. Like, she's like, Cat can be more than just this sex object. And he goes, No. Because if you haven't noticed, that's kind of the theme is over sexualizing a lot of those girls. <coughs> Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney is a big one. Yeah. Well, and, and so she was tired of it and she wanted more of a character arc for Cat. And he ended up writing her out of the show and she just quit. Much more power to her. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was not a fan of her. She I got, liked her character. Uh, she got way too much power and just became like... <laughs> she broke up with her boyfriend because of a brain disease. <laughs> Which she didn't even have. <laughs> Spoiler alert for season one, but at the same Power time... Power moves. This... I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. This bitch decided to just... <laughs> ju- I have sat, a terminal brain disease. Sat this man down in the middle of a diner. <laughs> of all places. A diner. And goes... Literally, you just said it. She goes... I'm breaking up with you. Why? Terminal brain disease. And the, <laughs> they they proceeded to write this. I thought it was hilarious. It <laughs> was goes, fun to watch. What do you have? And just proceeds to break this whole thing down. And she just, she goes, it, it's super rare disease. You wouldn't know it if I told you. And I'm like, <laughs> the fuck off. It's the classic middle school. I have a boyfriend, but he goes to another school. You wouldn't know him. Oh, my gosh. Are we all oh, breakup excuses in middle school? No, it was faking relationships. I, well, there was faking relationships. My parents don't want me to have a, a special friend at home or like a special friend. or um. I mean, there was many reasons I didn't have a relationship in middle school, but. <laughs> I had a friend say it took away time from our football. I. Reset. <laughs> I told myself when I was in middle school, A, I was not cute in middle school at all. Anyone who knew me will tell you that, and I'm not ashamed about it. Um, B, I was like, no, I just don't want to date in middle school. I think I'll wait till I can drive. (laughs) (laughs) What was the point of dating if you couldn't go on dates? Uh. Let's see. I Hold on. Go, let's. let's no let's, boys liked me in middle school, so that's what I told myself to make myself feel better. Well, I was gonna say, let's, as Kent Murphy would say, let's break this down from a fundamental standpoint. Um, you get caught somewhat passing notes in class. You get the, and there's a difference between the middle school relationship and the elementary school, in my opinion, because the I'm elementary. Go back to square one of saying no boys in middle school liked me. <laughs> I'm going to go back to square one of we're going to break this down from a fundamental standpoint. (laughs) You want to go at square one. (laughs) So in the elementary school ways, it was more of the fact that you had a crush on a girl. You truly didn't understand it. But like every time she walked through the halls, you were just like you you got caught in like a or caught in a daydream. I mean, I had my elementary school crush, and we all know who that was. Yeah, we all know. She brings it up all the time. We we are going to keep Shout this. out JD. Okay, we're going to keep the rest <laughs> of the name confidential in case he somehow <laughs> listens to the podcast. I'm pretty sure he knows at this point, doesn't he? I mean, 
There's no way that he can't. Okay, we're going to keep it confidential in case the man does I know. think it's just a joke at this point. It is a joke. So, the man, the man is apparently very good looking, or he was at least as a, as a youth. As <laughs> he was a sweetie. Yeah. But, because We would talk on Picto Chat. Oh my, no. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, Picto Chat. Here, do you want another throwback? Was that, that was on the DS, the wasn't DS, it? Yeah. Oh, the Nintendo DS. We're all about nostalgia on this podcast, so bring it on. So, I don't know how you Nebraskans did things, but were trading silly bands a big thing for you at recess? Just stop right there, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you like traded silly bands with the them? The different shapes meant things. Okay, we just thought that the different shapes were cool. They never meant things. Because my, my good old crush back in middle school, we never traded silly bands. Then again, my I don't think my crush will ever listen to this, but I, I had a problem in <laughs> elementary school. My crush was a twin. Did you so go like, to the wrong twin? What? No. Because I knew I knew who I liked. But think about it at this point. One, your brain is a boy in elementary school, not even close to... Or at 23, 24. Yeah. Not even still close to developed. So it, I thought it was funny that it would just be like, I would I would hesitate for half a second and just be like, oh, man, like, what are we doing? Oh, who are you saying this to? Oh, Gracie. Shout out to Gracie. She's sending this to you on the podcast. We get a shout out to Audrey's, one of Audrey's best friends, if not her best friend from, always, from high school. We could just ask Gracie. With just saying initials, can you name who my elementary school Specifically, fourth grade and on and forever crush was. I love how it's forever crush. Forever and ever. I had one chance. I had a chance once to kiss him, and I didn't take it. Oh, I'll regret myself forever. Take it and take the chance. I went back to one party, I think after my freshman year of college, Mm -hmm. and this was the first time he ever drank. And I drove him home. Getting deep. I drove him home. Because I had to go back to Ankeny that night. And we, like, sat in his driveway for a little bit. There was a little bit of oh, tension. Oh, the awkwardness of teenage dating. And that's where it really gets Like, when we it. were, like, 19, you know? Oh, wow. I Big was, old end of mm-hmm. I was fresh years. out of, like, a really shit relationship. <clears throat> she was. And I drove him home. And we just kind of sat in the truck for a minute. And then we are like... Is he gonna okay, bye. <laughs> I watched him walk in to make sure he got in the house okay, and I drove away. And I was just kicking myself because that was the one and only shot I ever got at him. But Fuck. I also was like, he had never drank before. Uh, yeah, I mean, so so uh, also let us know because I'll at, at fifteen minutes because I'm gonna make a note here. Cut this out of the podcast. So for for all the daters out there and for all the 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 non single folk, what are we cutting out? What am I texting? I'm making this a social clip. To post on the good old gram and the Facebook, which I need to post back on the Facebook. Covert show, and I'm making a note of this on the show as well. Covert, fifteen, twenty four. So, for all you daters out there. The awkward moment. If anybody has seen How I Met Your Mother, when Ted and Robin should have kissed at the beginning of the show, it's spoiler alert. I don't. I, at this point, if you hadn't seen it, it's been out for long enough. But when Ted should have kissed Robin at the beginning of the show, they all give him shit because she gave him the signal. 
in that awkward space, how many signals are missed and how many are given out. Because mm-hmm. as a guy, we give out signals of, I don't know, but we do it. Girls, it's usually, correct me if I'm wrong, there's there's the, there's the, the gaze. You guys, yeah. you guys have a gaze. It's at some points, depending on how teenager cliche you are, it's the, the rubbing back of the hair, or just like the little sad kind of look or the little subtle look down, even though it's not subtle at all. We just don't take the fucking hint to mm-hmm. kiss you. What? Um, there's like the, the, the slight like place the hand like on, on like your hand, all that stuff. I mean, there's, there's so many signals that are given out. At what point does the awkward moment just, or is it just the fact of like, oh my gosh, like we, we had that, you can go back and tell your, your girlfriends or your guy friends and it's going to be totally different from one. One's going to be super excited and the other one's going to come back like, yeah, we about kissed. And then it's just done. <laughs> yeah, that was about it. <laughs> so the daters out there, let us know what the signals are, if we missed any or. Um, you asked if you could kiss me the first time. I did. That is a fact. <laughs> I'm a gentleman and a scholar. You straight up asked, you're like, "Can I kiss you?" And I was like, "Okay." So there's sure. another there's another point. I don't think I've ever been asked. Okay, so there's another point. Is that weird? It's cute and it's sweet, but at the same time, it took me off guard. Is it is it more not in a good or bad way? But would you have preferred me to just actually? And this gets real. Okay. No, I'm I'm happy you asked because we okay. had literally met yeah. that night. We did okay because like there there is that moment of a guy where it's like. Yeah, I'm going to take the, the level of the TV knowledge that I have on the non-biological side of the woman aspect. Mm-hmm. Guys are usually, like, definitely, like, we're going to jump the gun, we're going to do it. And you see on TV a lot that girls always talk about the fact of it's like, guy just grabs me, kisses me, all that kind of stuff. Like, if the moment is right, I feel like, yes, just grab and kiss. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like, be a little respectful. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't just completely try to French out on the first 30 <laughs> seconds of knowing a person. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back to middle school. I'm trying to think. Middle school. So, okay. Silly bands were a big thing. That was like my edge of end of elementary school were the silly bands. I'm going to hit an older generation here. And this is weird. You're two years older than me. No, I'm talking about like an older generation. Okay. My parents, because I didn't have a phone, for Christmas as a stocking stuffer, got me two pagers, like little pagers, <laughs> battery-powered pagers I that you had. I thought you were so cool. <laughs> 100%. You had to be in the same room or within the same, like, I don't know, That was like the same thing with PictoChat. Yeah, but that was... That's how the DS worked, too. Yeah, but I didn't have a DS at that point. That was before I even had a Game Boy Advanced SP Color. Like, I'm going to throw, yeah, throw it back to the SP color. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or you actually, no. No, no. okay. The SP, but, <laughs> so there was, uh, I had pagers, there were silly bands, picto chat. I'm trying, I can't really remember much about what went on in, like, middle school. Um, I mean, we had this thing called the pit, and only eighth graders were allowed to sit in it. At football games? No, it was in our cafeteria. Ooh, fancy. And so if you got to, like, sit in the pit with your eighth grade boyfriend, it was such a big deal. You said... 
People will know what I'm talking about. No one from Oski's going to listen to this. Um, but you know, I didn't date, but you know who was a serial dater in middle school? I don't, I don't want to, who? Brit. Throwing her under the, throw, a slight throw into the bus, yeah. a little bit of shade, but okay. Dated Jaden Van Ruckel. Throwing names Vincent. out there that we don't have name, we don't have property for. Clinton. Enough with the names. Sorry, Jaden. Enough with the names. All right. Um, so apparently friends are. But also, I feel like you each great or each school had their own. I was I was stuck on one person all the way through middle and elementary school. I had JD was definitely the one through like all of it, and then, um, the guy whose nickname all through middle school and high school was Sparky. He was my middle school crush. If we but have anybody from like Oskaloosa, me. they're gonna they're gonna know what's going on. Um, he was, like, my main middle <coughs> school crush. There you go. And then high school. I'm trying to think. Were there I any? Did you play heads up seven in elementary school, middle school? Yeah, but I just, like, you gotta remember, I was a sheltered child. Fair enough. So, I wasn't really, like, thinking about boys or anything in that. Oh, I was I was moving on from that, the relationship subject. Oh. I was talking about more of, like, elementary school. Yeah, like no, we played heads up seven up. I thought you were, like, you hoping, like. You could always tell who had a crush on each other because of who picked each other for Heads Up 7 Up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there was that aspect. Normally, if you were just a real OG, you would just, you know, slide half your hand off the You'd desk. You'd look at their shoes. Pick, yeah, you'd look at the shoes. It's it's an easy game to cheat at, folks. And if everybody else knows it, why not do it? And at the same time, if you're not paying attention to the people's shoes, you just suck at the game. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair and square. So we moved on from a total, where did we even get off on the elementary school relationships? Uh, oh, the elementary excuse of a breakup um, from Cat from oh, Euphoria. Yeah. yeah, so season three of Euphoria is not fully canceled because if they left that cliff, or if they left that entire no, thing on the cliffhanger that they did. remind me of that If they left that entire oh, series. Oh, heart hurts, and that's just how it was over. Yeah, <clears throat> if they left that entire series on the fact that Tile walls had holes in it. As I say, I think that's still too recent to just completely, yeah, blatantly spoiler or spoil. But okay, I do have something I want to talk about that I don't know if you've seen. Okay, go. The Parkland shooter conviction. Oh shit! Okay, well that just took a. No, this is something that I really want to talk about. All right. Bring it on. So Let's get real, I guess. Um, life in prison. Yeah, got it. Consecutively. Yeah. So that's actually very important. Yeah. Because if they were served, like, I can't think of what the word is for side by side, like, continuously, like, they mm-hmm. all ran as one path. Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, cross country, you all yeah. run as a pack. Yeah. But if all of, if your team got wiped out, then there's no more runners. So that means if he was able to get on parole when they were all running side by side, he could get out. So since they're consecutively one after another, like in a relay, if he gets out of one life sentence, then the next one starts. So there's no possible way for him to get out. Um, The biggest thing the judge did, I can't think of what the word she uses. It starts with a C. Um, basically said... 
any work that he does, like, you know how they can work for, like, 25 cents an hour or whatever. Yeah, whatever. He will not get any of the money for that. He will never see any money for okay, any documentary good. made on his crime. And he will never be able, like, with all this money that's being taken from him from, like, working and all that, mm-hmm. he'll never be able to buy snacks. He'll never be able to buy soap. He'll never be able to buy pillows, music, anything. Man's just ever gone. She made sure this dude's going to have a miserable experience, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, 100%. Because that is how you make friends, is by trading food. Oh, yeah. That's how you buy protection. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait for a child killer to end up in jail. I'm really interested to see how long this man lasts. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of... The, the prison world is weird because, I mean, like, well, it, it's not more or less weird. And we've back on the true crime for two weeks in a row, which I think is it's I could do I, a whole series. And I say this it. I say this once again as a it is it, <laughs> tough word, tough words of interest. But like, it's a fun topic to kind of sit down and discuss because there are so many ends on it. It's intriguing. Yeah, it's sure. intriguing. <clears throat> That's a good word for it. But, yeah, so, I mean, like, the prison system has been such a, it's been very faulty. It's been very, I mean, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of stuff wrong with it, but the way that this judge handled this case, really. Fact. She went in on him, and I'm happy about it. Oh, yeah, she crushed him, which is awesome. And I saw some of the videos of, like, the family statements. Mm -hmm. And the last one was um, the girlfriend of one of his victims and hers. If you get the chance to look at it, I think everyone should. Yeah. And she she was so calm. So calm and so collected. And it was the only one that felt like she was talking to him instead of at him. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I wish that... She goes, people are going to hate me for saying this, but I wish you had love in your heart. I wish you had found any happiness that this world could have offered you. There's al- there's always one person that'll sit in a courtroom and do that. No, and, uh, it was so amazing. No, like I like, I'm I'm not saying like there but there's always one person that just has that Yeah, she that was, moment. Oh my god, and she was you know, she lost her boyfriend and she yeah. was if you would have known him, like she goes he would have loved you. He would have loved you as a human because that's what you are. You are human, but what you did to him, and I had to be told by the police that his skull was hanging on by the skin of his scalp. Damn. She goes, I wish you could ever find love. Yeah. But now, she goes, I don't think you're humanly possible. It's humanly possible for you. Well, shit. But she told him thank you for letting her appreciate how much love she did have and will always have. But she said she's never been able to make friends since. She's never been able to trust anybody since. She can't go anywhere comfortably safe since. Yeah. I mean, when you deal with a traumatic stress like that, I mean, it it sits hard. Yeah. (coughs) So that's been big news this week is that sentencing finally happening. Yeah. And, I mean, that was a huge thing that was sitting on, on the back of everybody's mind, and it was definitely coming up in time. So glad we finally got an answer to that as well. So moving on to another another note. So Audrey decided that last week she wanted to get involved in the good old somewhat, you know, deep dive of the sports betting world and try to actually pick games. 
Well, folks, I'm, I'm here to tell you that if you saw the Instagram post, she kicked some ass last week. You went 8-5 and five in the NFL. You called the World Series to end in five games. Houston decided to throw a no-no combined. Yeah, that one screwed me over. Yeah, Houston on uh, November 2nd decided to throw a combined no-no, tied the series up 2-2. So your five games is out, but you were on track for it. Very, very heavily on track. And I believe here we can check the score on the good old ESPN to see where that game stands. Eagles and Texans are at 14-all. Houston is up two to one, which is a it's a hard thing to see because Pena belts another home run off Syndergaard. Pena having a good <laughs> World Series, and we'll get back to that in a minute. Am I betting more football games? Well, we'll we'll put another record for you if you'd like to. Sure. Yeah, your scores were also really close. One of them was really really close. One of them was really close. You, I think you, that was my overtime called game. And you were off by the same game, ha- or there were both noon games, but you missed it by. Two minutes. The Dolphins game was not in overtime, which you called, mm-hmm. or you tried to call for. Mm-hmm. The Falcons game was in overtime. Oh. So you missed you missed the wrong team on that, which is not bad, Dang. though, still, because you, you had the same shot. But Show me the lineups <coughs> for this week, then. Show you the lineups. We're just going to hop right into the picks. Oh, boy. That is Liam Hemsworth once again. We don't need to see him. Mm-hmm. He ruins He ruined his theories. Not yet. I gotta give my I gotta give myself a little bit of a chance here, because I do like him and I think he will be good for the series. But at the same time, Camel is my guy. So we're gonna throw the Houston Texans and the Eagles out of the book because that game is playing right now. It's fourteen all. As I sniffle really really fast, so we'll do back here. Make another note, Audrey's show two because she's back on it. Show two picks for the NFL. So. Her wins last week, Broncos, Falcons, Dolphins, Vikings, Eagles, Titans, Commanders, Bills. The games that she lost last week that she picked were the Bears, Raiders, Jets, Giants, Rams, Bengals. Bengals obviously lost to the Browns on Halloween night. The Rams lost to the Niners. Giants lost. Jets lost. Raiders, everybody else lost. So 8-5 overall. Your first game on the day. Mm-hmm. No London game this week. About time. No London game. You got the Chargers, and you got the Falcons. Who do you got? Chargers, Falcons. Um, Falcons. Falcons. Good pick. Chargers did lose last week, I believe. So Falcons on there. Pick number two, Bears versus Dolphins. Tua Valoa and the Dolphins take on good old Justin Fields. I want to say the Bears again, but I feel like they're going to let me down. They they let you down last week a little bit. Yeah. They did. But is Tua still out? I believe Tua. Tua's Tua. probably still out for life. Well, hold on here. Well, okay. F- Tua has Tua has officially struggled, and I believe yes, Teddy Bridgewater is still taking over the Dolphins. Let me let me officially double check on that. Because I have to I have to set this here. Make sure she gets the right pick. Because I would still pick the Dolphins in this one. Make sure we got the stats right. I apologize for the checking. I am slow today. I'm slow every day, but I'm slow today. So last week, <coughs> it was Tua. Tua is back in the lineup. Well, Tua is back in the lineup. Tua versus Fields. They're just failing this dude left and right. Yeah, I know. 
This time he's actually cleared. It's not a I'm not a lawsuit situation. You're taking the Bears over the Dolphins over Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. I like it. Taking go pack or go Bears there. All right. So two teams down. Carolina Bengals battle of the Cats. Joe Burrow versus Baker Mayfield. Burrow. Burrow over over Mayfield. All righty. I'm really putting my heart on the line with this next game. Oh, boy. I really, I'm going to say Green Bay. Why do you hesitate with this? Because I don't trust them. Okay, well. I know it's the Lions, (laughs) but I, I just, I really, I don't know. I hope they could just really pull it together. Last week. They finally kind of looked like they were playing like a team and like the team we know they can be. Yeah. So I'm hoping if they kind of keep their shit together, they can beat the Lions. Well, and... But you know, how awful is it of a season for me to say, like, I don't know if we'll beat the Lions. Yeah. Well, Aaron Jones is a little banged up as a running back. Think he's dealing Lazard's with a lot of... back. Well, Al, uh, Lazard has a shoulder injury, but he's dealing. Do not play. No. I'm going to say Green Bay. All right. Well, okay, and here's the factor. So the Lions this year with Jared Goff are, as we look at the schedule, they're an abysmal 1-6 and six on the record books. But I'm and gonna... they gave away T.J. Hawkins. Yeah, T.J. Hawkins is now a he's Viking. He's a Iowa boy. Yeah, and he's now a Viking. Mm-hmm. And that is after they picked up Noah Fant as well because they mm-hmm. had two good tight ends. So now Noah Fant takes over, both Iowa boys. They now have Fant sitting on the tight end position. But here, let's take a look at the line schedule real quick because this is the one thing that I hate about it. 38-35 over the number one team in the league, the Eagles. Or, uh, lost. Beat the Commanders 36-27. Only one of the year. 28-24 lost to the Vikings. 48-45 lost to the Seahawks. The Pats and Mac Jones, 29-0. Cowboys, 24-26. 31-27 loss to the Dolphins. They have lost close games. They have had a Nebraska schedule of losses. I think I saw the stat of Lions allow like 30 points a game, but Green Bay only averages 18 points a game. Oh, yeah. So I'm interested to see. It's going to be a toilet bowl game, but it should be interesting. Green Bay's offense, as banged up as it is, comes into a Lions defense that is still able to hold teams, but at the same time, their offense can put up points. It's just a matter of can they actually make the stops they need to, and it shows late in games. No, obviously not. But this Lions team, I think, is a different team that everybody is sitting on in that NFC North, which I think if they actually find a way to turn it around and pick up a couple of key games, they're not going to be playoff contenders by any means at the end of the year, but they can turn their season around in a heartbeat. So as you take a look at it, Lions are one and six in the NFC North. The Bears are sitting at three and five, sitting at third. Green Bay three and five, and then the Vikings are just cruising on through in the NFC North. They're six and one overall. And so now, throwing it back. So we got three picks on the board, or we got four picks on the board: Falcons, Bears, Bengals, Green Bay for Audrey, Colts, Pats. Matt Ryan still benched in his tenure. I'm going to go with the Colts. I don't know where I'm getting Ooh, that from. Go with the Colts over Zappy and good old Mac Jones. All right. This next game will be interesting either way. Yeah. This is going to be a huge one. So this this is this has potential. This has some potential playoff 
playoff spots. So we're going to take a look at the league standings as we break this down overall. Because here you go. The AFC East, the top two teams. The Bills. And as we love saying it from Easton Bar, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The New York Jets are 5-3. and three. They are now second in the AFC East. The Dolphins are third with another 5-3 and three record as well. Pats sit at the bottom at 4-4. Four and four. But this gives a chance to say, are the Jets for real? Yeah. Is, is Zach Wilson, the, the slayer of moms, is he real? Can he actually step up to the, to the totem pole? What do you think? Do you think Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be able to get it done with the high-powered offense that they have? or is I'm going to go with the Bills. The game is in New York. Well, Both New York teams. Hold on. Well, I'm t- sorry. Yeah, thank you. Wow, <laughs> point that out for me. Make sure everybody knows I'm a dumbass. All right, so the Jets host. Yeah. The way the Jets' defense sits. I'm taking a look at the schedule right now. I'm going to say this is the week the Jets upset. I'm going to call it as it is. Okay. I have, she has the Bills, Nick has the Jets, and I'm going to hear about it. I know when she says, oh, look at Josh Allen go. I've got. I thought you were just a big Josh Allen fan. I love Josh Allen. But I, I think that the Jets pick up a win here and say that they can do something. Because the Bills' defense very good, but at the same time, I think the Jets' defense can do what it is. And I, Yes, I am a Josh Allen fan. I love Josh to the moon and back as an NFL quarterback. So. You know, actually, I want to see Washington upset Minnesota. She'd just jump right to the next game. All right, so Commanders over the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Kirk, after they beat the Packers, you think they, they can both, beat the Vikings? They both beat us. Yeah, the Packers beat themselves, and the Commanders beat the Packers. And I'm then taking the Vikings upset. Also this is my upset. This is your upset for the week, Commanders over the Vikings? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll have to come back for an overtime score as well. All right. Raiders, Jags, the Jags are bad. It's safe to say the Jags are bad. But the Raiders also last week lost. So the Raiders not doing very good either. Derek Carr struggling. CeeDee Lamb last week only had five targets. He caught one. And he only had nine yards out of that, and he lost a yard on a carry. So Devon, or that was... Devontae Adams, excuse me, not Seagull Lamb. <laughs> Devontae Adams, your former boy, yeah, had a, a horrible week last week. He's going to redeem himself. He's going to redeem it. I freaking hope so. He's on my fantasy team. I'm starting <laughs> him. That's why I lost. All right, so you got the Raiders over the Jags to take it. Yeah. Raiders over Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like that score. The Raiders, are they're struggling this year. Have not found an offensive rhythm. Josh Jacobs seems to be their only sort of offense besides Derek Carr's passing ability. But at the same time, you cannot run the ball every single play. Well, I mean, you can if you're some teams. But when you're apparently dealing with the way that the Raiders cannot handle an offensive game, you're struggling. Because they're last in the AFC West. You got Denver at 3-5. and five. You got the Chargers at 4-3 and three is sitting at second. You got Kansas City sitting at 5-2. and two. It's, it's hard to watch. In, so, in those bottom two teams of the AFC West. So, taking a look now. Battle of the Birds, Seahawks, Cardinals. Who you got? Mm. Kyler Murray facing Geno Smith. I'm going to take Arizona. You're going to take Arizona and the good old Cardinals. All right. Does Denver have a bye week this week? 
Denver does have a bye week. Nebraska does not, so I still have to deal with sadness. <laughs> Tampa Bay, Brady, Leonard Fournette, and the struggling Buccaneers face Matt Stafford and the struggling Super Bowl champs, the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I like the way you think, lady. Is this just a Super Bowl matchup? No. Uh, no. Last no. year's Super Bowl Who played in the... Joe Shiesty. Remember, we had we had McPherson shooters. He wasn't in the Super Bowl, though. The yeah. Matt Stafford and the Rams beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Not in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Did they? We... <laughs> that shows how much the vodka kicked in. Hun, we did McShooter Shooters for the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah. We had a Super Bowl party. Sorry, I just thought that was the game before the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, the game Dang. before the Super Bowl was when Joe Burrow decided to show Patrick Mahomes that he sucks. Which Patrick Mahomes does not suck, but Joe Burrow came back. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. All right, Rams. Sorry, Joe Burrow. Didn't mean to forget your Super Bowl appearance. The cigar Sorry, approach. I just really remembered no, the, you're good. the halftime show. Boy, are we gonna need to break that stuff down now too? The the what gets remembered most on on what side of the board? I'm just I I was talking to people. I was hosting. Yeah, she was hosting. We were we were all watching. She was hosting. She no hold on. She was more so. <laughs> anytime McPherson came out and there was shooter, she was on. I had she to was have on the shots patrol. ready. She was on shot patrol. So we had McShooter shooters. And if anybody has not watched or did not watch the Super Bowl last year, McPherson, as soon as he would make a field goal, would do the shooter McGavin. He would blow the gun and then put it back in his pocket and do the shooter. And they would all come up and grab or like pick him up and they'd do the shooter around him and put their guns up in the air. The finger guns. But yeah, so anytime that they kicked a field goal, we had McPherson shooters. There were a lot of shooters taken in that Super Bowl. So Rams over Bucks. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um the Titans take on the Chiefs for Sunday night. Derrick Henry and his rushing ability and Ryan Tannehill and those dang Tennessee Titans. And okay, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice here. This is the one thing that Kenny even talked about a couple of episodes on the podcast, aka Dr. Jack, aka my best friend. He goes, I never bet against Ryan Tannehill, but I never bet for Ryan Tannehill. Because Tannehill could either show up and just kick some absolute ass or look like total crap. So, with that, would you still take the Titans and Derrick Henry as a running back over the Kansas City Chiefs? How are the Kansas City Chiefs doing this season? They're 5-3 and three overall. They're sitting at the top of the AFC West. Or six or 5-2, and two, excuse me. I'll probably take them since it's at home. Chiefs, it is in Kansas City. You got a good. But the Titans are also doing good. You're looking with two five and two teams here, three and one on the road. You still gonna take KC at Arrowhead? The Chiefs. KC at Arrowhead. The Chiefs chop on at Arrowhead. So with that, you got one more game. You got the Monday night game. You have the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. Lamar Jackson faces Taysom Hill and I'll take the Saints. 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 Do we have an overtime game this year or this, this year? week? Mm, nope, I'm feeling. I feel the energy. 
Jets, Bills. Jets, Bills overtime. So, Bills and OT. All right. Do we got a final score for that game? Just to just to add up the stakes here. 21-23 in favor of the Bills. 23-21. I like it. I like it. She's she's she did pretty good on her scores too last week. I didn't keep track of a full in total points, but she did pretty good on her scores. So Audrey for week two has Falcons, Bears, Bengals, Packers. This isn't week two. For being on the show. Oh. Week nine and to- week <laughs> nine for the NFL, but week two that she's on the show. Falcons, Bears, Bengals, Packers, Colts, Bills in overtime, 23-21. Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Saints for the NFL rundowns. Tennessee Titans and the Chiefs play on Sunday night football. Monday night is Baltimore and New Orleans. If you are a Browns fan, Dallas fan, New York Giants fan, a Pittsburgh fan, and a San Francisco fan, you guys have the week off of sorrows and woes. I was really rooting for the 49ers this week, too. For what? I can't tell if you're kidding. Yeah, okay. You're kidding, right? Yeah, thank you. What? Christian McCaffrey. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Well, you had him last week, and Christian McCaffrey did good in fantasy points. Also, if you had Pollard, the Cowboys' backup running back, he dropped <laughs> 40 points. He had three wow. touch three touchdowns on the ground, replacing Ezekiel Elliott. Also, I have a feeling that the Miami defense is going to do something big, but I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Well, okay, fun fact. So, we met... So, I'm putting that out there. We met two years ago on Halloween, Mm -hmm. this last, or like Halloween was a couple days ago. We met two years ago that night. The next day, I remember the biggest thing ever was the Miami Dolphins had like five turnovers and returned two interceptions for a touchdown and a fumble return for a touchdown as a defense. So if you say something big after that, and this is two days after we've met, or three days after we've met, almost four, I do not doubt that for a damn second. I feel incredibly highly on that, and if anybody has the Dolphins defense, play them because I feel high. So, well, high on that. So, also, in action, if you missed it, the Phillies and the Astros, they are tied 2-2 two to two in the series for games. It is game five tonight. And so far, the Astros are still leading that as last check, 2-1. to one. We're going to go officially make sure it is still 2-1 to one in favor of the Astros, top of the sixth. Now, first no-hitter in the playoffs since 1956. It was a combined no-hitter, and the same pitcher that threw the combined no-hitter for the Astros last night started it, at least, started the same no-hitter for the Astros back in July. So, the Astros pitching staff is still one of the best pitching staffs in the postseason. Michael Presley was able to close it out for the Strohs last night. I don't know if you got to watch any of the game, but I texted you that they got no-hit, and you said you know you were upset because that ruined your, your five games. Which I was impressed because that was that's that's a tough the World Series is a tough thing to call and you were so on track for it. And that is huge because I, I believe I can't remember what I had, but I thought this game would at least go or the series would at least go six. Because it, it is such two good teams and their offenses are so back and forth. So you got any new topics over there before I would hop into a college football subject. Mm. What do we What do we got over there? What, what's that little blonde brain thinking of over there? Mm. Bring up some. Bring up a new fun topic. What are we What are we thinking here? New fun topic. We're forty seven minutes into the show. We at least got to go two hours. 
Her eyes just lit up. She just, I got her, even though it would go two hours. Um, I'm trying to think of what I could talk about for a decent amount of time. Well, I'm just saying, what, like, what could, what could we break down? Like, what? I mean, if you want to talk about anything, surgery. She is a surgical tech. She's, she's got some surgery in her. I can just tell you a million horror stories. About it. Technically, we aren't allowed to share that. That's a, that's a very con- confidential. No, nothing breaks HIPAA. We're gonna we're gonna refrain from that. Just to you know, as of now, protect me. We're gonna well protect you, but also protect uh, the patient. No, none of these are people that I've had. Oh well, still I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna stop you on that. Okay. Um. Markiplier is making an OnlyFans. Who? One of like the most famous YouTubers. Say the name again. Markiplier. N- never heard of him. Put him in your search bar on YouTube I right I now. I really don't know if I want to. Right now. Okay. What? Okay, you're gonna have to spell this for me. Just go to YouTube. Okay, we're going to YouTube. This is so what? Just start typing in Mark. Mark. No, it's all one word. Uh. Mark Ippler? Mm-hmm. I say Markiplier. I don't know if that's right. Just hit the first U win. Uh, who the hell is this person? I have never seen this man. He did a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. 33.9. What in the world? His official OnlyFans does not exist yet. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're going to have to explain this person because I have no idea who this is. I just like, I used to like watching Five Nights at Freddy's videos. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the biggest, like, I mean, he's probably what, got 30 million subscribers? 33.9 million. Yeah, so he's a big video gamer. Um, He just got nominated for an Emmy. What? Mm-hmm. I think for that, what you're looking at right now in at space. Space with Markiplier? Yeah, All right. he got nominated for an Emmy. That has 18 million views in six months? What in the freaking hell? He's been around for a long time. No way. Yeah, he's got over 5,000 videos. All right, hold on. I want to see if this throws it back. This is going to take a lot of scrolling. How about you just search it from oldest to newest? Nope, because we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to scroll because we're going to be difficult because this is going to be fun. Do, 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 Okay. Do, 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 4.5 million years. Okay, hold on. Okay, you can stop that now. Do. Okay, you can do. do no, you do, can. Do, oh my do, gosh, she's gonna keep doing do, it. Okay. Do. Why don't I get to the end of the song? Okay. This is gonna take too long to figure out. I'm just gonna. Nope. What are you trying to figure out, sweetheart? Teach me how to do it the quicker way. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna put our people through this. You can so sing y- the song if you'd like to. What? You can sing the song. No, I'm not gonna do it. Recently uploaded. This is YouTube. YouTube got a new update, by the way, for anybody who didn't know. Popular 
Oh my gosh, he did. Look at some of these view oh, counts. No, three hundred sixty-four million. Oh, he did meow. He, yeah, and moo. That's no way. Okay, for anybody who does not understand what this walk is. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we'll go on a picnic. Okay, <laughs> this now makes... you know who Markiplier is, and now you can get his tasteful nudes on OnlyFans. Uh, I do not want to get his tasteful <laughs> nudes unless it is cows with smiley faces. I don't think they'd have smiley faces, sweetheart. Uh, probably not. They would have something else hanging. But uh, so okay, so Markiplier <laughs> is that guy who did the cows and the meows and the wolf. Had no clue about that. But that is more than more or less when I knew when he got to start. Okay, so the Moo thing. 101 million. 101 views. million. That was only views. uploaded four years ago? Yeah. It's got a total no of way. 1 million that's likes. That's way older. No, it's one. Well, Wolf was six years ago. Okay. And that's 150 million views. Let's see when. The cow one was my favorite. The cow? Oh, great. I just did Meow it. Okay. was seven years ago with 364 oh, uh, million views. Okay, yeah, but that one's hilarious. The cow is still my favorite. The cow, well, you love cows in general. I was sitting on blind today and I, I told her I was going to. We can go on a picnic. <laughs> I told her I was going to fling an arrow at 160. I was not going to, but I made a joke that I said, oh, there's a big cow that I was going to fling an arrow at and it would have filled my freezer. And she, I said that there was a little cow. There was calves. I love cows. There was calves running this morning. Mm. I love cows. Yes, you love cows. No, we're not watching Meow. No, I just want to see what it's like. So, yeah, it's, like, it's Meow, Wolf, just. Yes, Meow, Wolf. Ah, hey. And Eight years goes, ago, 105 yeah. for Five Nights at Five Nights, Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's is a lot of his big stuff. Wow. This so I was watching him a couple months ago when um, the new Five Nights at Freddy game came out. And the only Security Breach. No, I just like he, I've watched him enough to where he'll pop up on my like suggested. Mm-hmm. And all his clickbaity title was just called You Won. So I was like, oh, is he leaving YouTube? Because after my trauma with yeah. Jenna Marbles leaving. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so backstory on that. She loves Jenna Marbles. That's pretty much the backstory. I love Jenna Marbles. Jenna Marbles left you YouTube. so much, Jenna Marbles. Well, if Jenna Marbles listen to this podcast, then get lowered. So, yes. Okay, so apparently Mark Kipler is... Markiplier. Yeah, Markiplier or whatever is getting an OnlyFans. So he's going in... Well, he's new. also making a documentary about his mother. Oh. So he's doing those two things. You know way too much about this. I have, that's all in that one video. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Well, anything else new before I dive into a college football breakdown here? No, I'll probably fall asleep. Yeah, though. she's getting herself moved over. So, can you hear my Do you want me to mute down. your headset? I'm going to just turn it down so I don't have to hear how loud you are. I, I kind of can't. I kind of can't do that. Good night, friends. N- no. I think I just muted. Nope, I did mute myself, I think. Yep. Wait. Yes. Okay. So, here, here's the here's the lowdown of uh, basically everything that's got to go on now in college football. So, you have the official college football playoff rankings that got released this last Tuesday. And boy, howdy, everybody, was it a doozy. So, we're going to take a look at the official first CFP rankings. Number one, if you haven't guessed it, hon, do you remember who number one is at the moment of college football playoff rankings? Penn 
good old Rocky Top. The Tennessee Volunteer. Hun, you have a headset of your own. Take it back. Hold on here. What? And then Ohio State and is the, number two. Who's number three? Georgia? Yeah. Number four. It's a tiger. Clemson? Yeah. Can you do number five? Bama? No. It's a Big Ten team. Michigan? Yep. Okay. Now who's number six? Bama? Yep. Seven? Can I have one hint? They're from Texas. A&M? Nope. The Big 12. TCU. Yep, there you go. All right. Number eight. This is on the West Coast. Think of New Girl. Seattle? Nope. Oregon? Yep, there you go. That is number eight. Another West Coast team in the Pac-12 here at number nine. I don't know a lot of Pac-12. Um, Coastal? Nope, that's Carolina. Nope, that's Coastal Carolina. But uh, think of the tro- – do you know the Trojan? No. I don't think you're going to get think, this one. Yeah, yeah that's as far right. as I so got. This is, this is USC. So Southern Cal, the Trojans, and then Lincoln Riley are at number nine. Can you do number ten? Think of the former guy, one of the former guys who just played in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow. Yeah, we're LSU. D- yep, there you go. All right. Number 11. We're going to go. Miami? No, 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 no. Um, okay. I'm purely guessing from this point. So it's in the SEC. Okay. So think of down south. Mm-hmm. State that starts with an M. I just basically gave it away. Mississippi. Yep. Ole Miss is number number eleven. Another California school. I don't know a lot of California schools. They're blue and yellow. It was a TikTok trend. Bruins. Oh, the Bruins. UCLA is number twelve. <laughs> number thirteen is a Midwest state in the Big Twelve. Wisconsin? No, they're Big Ten. They're Big Ten. Adrian Martinez went to the school. Oh, I don't know where he went. They're purple. Start with a K. Oh, Kansas. State. There you go. K-State's number 13. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. If you get this, this will be actually really cool. Number 14. Mm-hmm. They're on the, the West Coast, but they're kind of near Nevada. Rutgers? Nope. Wow. <laughs> no, Rutgers is East Coast. That's Big um, Ten. Um, uh, think of, think UNLV? Of the f- no, but it starts with a U. Oh, think, of the four, think of the four corner states. Utah. Yeah, Utah. There you go. All right. These next Utah. two. Utah. These next two teams are Big Ten teams. Number 15. Mm-hmm. School colors are blue and white. BYU? Nope. Come on, start. <laughs> there in front. Calm your breathing down. Oh, my Lord. Think of Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Uh-huh. Trace McSorley. All right, it's Penn State is now sitting at 15. I remember, I'm an NFL person, not a college football person. All right, 16. Nebraska just got the shit kicked out of them by this school. Every school. 
Okay, calm your shit. <laughs> Starts, uh, it's another Big Ten team. Wisconsin? Nope. Can I have a region? Um, they're close to Wisconsin. I already guessed. Fighting Illinois are up there? Yeah! <laughs> not the Fighting Illinois. The Fighting Illini, Illinois, take up 16. You're fighting Illinois? <laughs> the Fighting Illinoisans. That's basically what they should be The Fighting be Abraham Lincolns? Isn't yeah, that their mascot? Pretty much. All right, number 17 is a state on the East Coast. They are down on the ACC. No clue. Michael Jordan. Chicago Bulls. No. <laughs> Where did Michael Jordan go to college? <laughs> North Carolina. I don't know. How was I supposed to know? The Tar Heels and Mac Brown are at number 17. Purdue? No, what? No, that's the Boilermaker. What the? F- Welcome Where? to I'm Trying My Best. Yeah, she is trying her best. All right, number 18 in the college football playoff. Big 12 team. They're the Cowboys. Oklahoma. State. There you go. I got a really I gotta good tr- cheer team. I gotta, yeah, I got to try to give her a little bit of help. Okay, I don't know if you would know this one or not. Okay. So they're down in the southern part. In the southern. Their mascot is the Green Waves. What? It starts with a T. Is there a Tennessee state? No, they're not in Tennessee. I believe they're in Louisiana. Tuscaloosa? No, not Tuscaloosa. I don't know if you're going to get this I one. Have no clue. Tulane. You ever mm, heard of Tulane? I was close with Tuscaloosa. Uh, kind of. Tulane, the Green Waves are at number 19. That's sitting at a 7-1 season. Best record that they have had in a hot minute. Number 20. I don't think you'll get this one. Syracuse is number 20. The Trees. No, that's Stanford. Dang it. Syracuse is the Orangemen. Oh, the trees are better then. Uh, the trees are better. <laughs> I don't even know which one is better. The Cardinal of Stanford. All right. This is another North Carolina school, number 21. The Demon Deacons of. Starts Duke. with a W. Washa. Washa? What? Washa? Washa what? Washa what? <laughs> Isn't that a thing? No. Washa? That's a thing for some sport, isn't it? The Washa something. Wichita? No, it's pretty. I don't know. The Washa, the Wake Forest. The Washa. I'm gonna let her. I don't know what she's gonna do. All right, I'm gonna round these. That's a song by Ali Kibba. Okay, number twenty-two is North Carolina State. The Wolfpack making their run back into the ACC. All right, she did not know that this was a Division One team. Number twenty. Number twenty-three. Their mascot is very similar to what I played with. Oh, oh, um, not Oklahoma. No, think of the other. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon Beavers. State. The Beavers finally get some recognition. No, I didn't. I knew they were a D1 because of college. I just didn't know they had a halfway decent football program. Oh, that yes, that is what it was. Okay, so Oregon State, number 23. Can you guess who number 24 is? One of my other favorite teams that I'm so. Big 12. Trying to think of your shirt. Texas. Yeah, there you go. All right. And number 25, the reigning national champs of good old 2015, the UFC Knights. Former the UFC? UCF. Sorry. Not UFC. <laughs> Dana White's like going to come the over. The fight clubs yeah, in this? Yeah. So 
Dana White's going to come over and kick my ass. No, the UCF, the Central Florida Knights, are rounding out the 25 or the 25th spot. Sorry for the little bit of a breakdown. I thought that'd be a little bit of a fun game. Sorry for the headset rattling there. So we're going to break this down a little bit. So Tennessee hosts or goes to Athens, plays Georgia. Probably the biggest battle of the century here in college football at the moment. I still got Tennessee in this game. Hendon Hooker making his run for the Heisman. Hendon Hooker's offense is electric, and the Volunteers are putting up big offensive numbers. Numbers that they haven't seen in in years, decades, to even say the same. Stetson Bennett and the Bulldogs looking to try to take their chance with Kirby Smart and be that team that bounces back, goes fully undefeated. There are five undefeated teams in the top five. Let me rephrase that. Actually, let me restate that. There are five undefeated teams in the top five. There are six undefeated teams in the top seven. Now, this is where I lay some hate. Number one, I made an argument about this because I tweeted about this in a restaurant. TCU is 8-0. Undefeated in conference play, undefeated in regular season play. They also have a set on them of five or four, excuse me, top 25 wins within their conference, as well as just alone top 25 wins altogether. The Ohio State Buckeyes, granted, their offense is good. They've got one of the best offensive teams in the country. C.J. Stroud making his run for the Heisman. But TCU... And the Big 12 do not get enough recognition. Because granted, you can have a team like Oklahoma State hold games going into double overtime against TCU and losing. You got them beating Texas. And then you got them losing to K-State 49 to nothing. Ohio State has played a mid, and I will use the 21st or the 21st century. Yeah, 21st. Wow, I said that three times. The 21st century term of mid, they have played a mid schedule. It has not been a schedule of challenges besides Penn State. And they handled Penn State. That's fine. Michigan, I would argue, has not done the same. Still 8-0. I will set them at 5 because they are one of the best top teams in the country. They are undefeated. Give them the shot. Throwing it down to the number 6 spot. Good old Nick Saban. And the Alabama Crimson died. You barely scaved, scaved out of Austin with a win. Barely, meaning you lost. Arkansas, you beat. Arkansas, nowhere to be found in the SEC. Rank, or in the rank, college football rankings. 5-3, and 2-3 three, and three overall in the SEC. Texas A&M, a good Texas A&M team. But still, only winning by four there. Losing to Tennessee, number six. Beating Mississippi State 30-6. to Now you have the toughest rest of the schedule to follow. Number 10 LSU. You go to Baton Rouge. Then you go to Oxford on the schedule. I think this is where everybody discovers that Bama is not the real deal and slips. Bama should not be at number 6. Bama should barely be in the top 10 of the college football playoff rankings. I am sorry, Saban, in your committee. TCU deserves to be in that top spot. At number six, and maybe if not number five, but I will put them at six. Bama, you are at 10 for me. LSU, I do not think deserves to be at 10. They've got a couple of marquee wins on the year, but they do not deserve to be at 10. 
The rest of the college football playoff schedule I am okay with. You've got Ole Miss, who's 8-1. and one. They should be maybe a little bit higher, but if you take a look at the run and rebel schedule, you're sitting at your only big key win is Kentucky, and they're out. You lost LSU, is now 10. You beat Lane Kiffin, and you beat, or, um, you beat Ryan Kelly in the Texas A&M offense. So there. But you only have one top 25 win. You got Alabama coming up in two weeks. You got a bye sitting on yourself this week. Then you got Arkansas and Mississippi State. Close out the schedule with the rivalry game as truly favored in the Grove. USC still trying to make their stand for the Pac-12. Oregon's going to stand in their way and throwing it all the way kind of around the Pac-12. I mean, you have, you throw that around town. She's still kind of awake. She's listening to me talk college football. She's kind of definitely zoned out at the moment. Oregon, USC, UCLA, Utah. Four or five and zero oh is Oregon. Five and one USC. Four and one, four and one is Utah, UCLA. This is still a battle between the Pac-12 that I just do not understand because I will say that one team truly has a stronghold on it and they get blown away the next week by the exact opposite team. So the Pac-12 is open for me until I can actually truly find a winner. The only loss so far in the season for Oregon is the number three team in Georgia. They beat number 12 BYU. They have beaten UCLA, so they hold the tiebreaker over UCLA. You play Utah and Oregon State at the end of the week. So that is fine. You have your toughest games at the end of the schedule. We'll see how you fare out. Kansas State making a big run in Manhattan. They're 6-2 and two overall on the season. Their biggest loss is to TCU. They also lost to Tulane, who is now in the college football playoffs. K-State and now has Adrian Martinez returning so far for the week. They've got Texas, and that is at home in Manhattan. Number 24, Longhorns on the road this week. K-State has a chance at a legitimate Big 12 championship, except for the fact that you lost to TCU. Now, if TCU tends to struggle, you do lose the tiebreaker, but you are now sitting also over Oklahoma State. Texas just needs to set that jump up, and Texas needs to at least hold for the rest of the season to get into the Big 12 championship as well. Big 12 standings stand as TCU number one, K-State two, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Texas, that rounds pretty much out. Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Iowa State, all out. Iowa State, sorry, hun, big 0-5 on the year in the Big 12. Kansas fell off the map after starting off very, very hot, but still trying to sniff the boards of that top 25 in the college football playoff. Anybody else that I would really look at it not being out. Illinois has put up one of the best defenses in the country, if not number one defense in the country, off turnover margins as well as points allowed per game. Utah sits pretty good where they are at. Penn State, after suffering two straight losses against very heavy opponents, I will say, as well. Michigan and Ohio State, both big-ranked opponents, and so they are suffering some big losses there. We'll break down the schedule here really quick for any big games going on. This week, there is a lot. Coastal Carolina tried to get some recognition, but they hopped out. Grayson McCall and those shots clear still doing what they do best. Oregon State tomorrow night has a matchup against Washington, so that is Friday or November 4th. The 23rd-ranked Beavers go into Husky Country to try to take on the win or take on a win. Ohio State has Northwestern. TCU plays Texas Tech, North Carolina, Virginia. That should be a good game. TC or T- Tulsa, excuse me, plays number 19, Tulane. Kentucky trying to bounce back after getting bounced out of the college football playoff in the top 25. They've got Missouri. Florida plays AM. Nebraska has P.J. Fleck in that high 
just high octane go for team. I mean, Minnesota still looking at a chance to get hold of the Big Ten West. Nebraska still has a chance, but now Illinois dropped him out. Unless Illinois completely shits the bed, Nebraska is fully out. So, the Big Ten West looks like this. Illinois is 4-1, Purdue 3-2, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska, all 2-3. and three. In the Big Ten East, Michigan 5-0, Ohio State 5-0, and then it kind of drops off from there. So, Big Ten West open for grabs in some aspect. Purdue has Iowa for all you Iowa Purdue fans out there. Tennessee, Georgia, one versus three, biggest game of the week. Number eight, Oregon has Colorado, Penn State, 15 plays Indiana. Illinois has Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Kansas, Syracuse plays Pitt, UCF plays Memphis, LSU, Bama, 10 versus six, Texas, K-State, 24 versus 13. Utah has Arizona, Michigan has Rutgers, Clemson, Notre Dame. Shout out to Joey P. He is going to that good old game in South Bend, Indiana. He just killed his first buck, by the way. Shout out to Joey on the podcast for killing his first buck with a bow. He's gotten a buck before, but that was with a muzzleloader. He got his first buck with a bow yesterday. Wake Forest plays number 22, NC State in 21 versus 22. UC or USC plays Cal, UCLA plays Arizona State, that wraps out your top 25 games. And your college football playoff. Now, hun, do you have anything else to add before we let these good people go to bed, finish their drive on the cars? You have a headset. You can do it with this. Good night. I hope you sleep well. Yeah, there you go. All right. So... With that, we thank you guys for joining us. We thank Audrey for joining us one more time on The Covert Show. Always fun to bring on new guests. If anybody wants to be a guest on The Covert Show or if anybody has any guest subjects that they want to talk about, movie breakdowns, music, football, baseball, anything, let us know. We'll be posting on the good old Instagram and the Facebook, letting you guys know what is up when this episode comes out. And also, if there is any other clips that you want cut out from the podcast, just let us know. We'll cut them out. We'll post them on the good social gram. If you want some video stuff, we'll finally start giving you some video stuff when the offices get set up. We hope to have JC back next week doing either a solo episode or hopping on with me on the headset. But for now, we thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, and good night.